Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1. Yes, it is BS in the morning. Back by unpopular demand. Yes, here we are. Back by popular demand, Brad. By the way. What? um, You know, things are sort of funky in the world and... um, I just, yes, they are. I just want to come out, and I just want to, you know, be really upfront with the listeners that uh, don't know how long I'm going to be able to do this because I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. So I don't know uh, how long I'm going to be able to stick with this. Okay, well, you need to take that back because it's a lie. So and, you can't put stuff like that out in the universe, Brad. And, and also, the, the the station, and specifically the morning show, is in trouble. Um, Why? Well, we've gotten, I, over the weekend, I got a certified letter from PETA. And they're upset <laughs> because of the fact that Shelly has consistently said... What does the fox say? <laughs> and the PETA people say that's being demeaning to foxes. So... Um, because foxes can do more than just me, 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 me. They, they are very intelligent animals, and they have more of a vocabulary than that. So we, we're on notice that they're going to pick at the station uh, because of the fact And that they're upset because I didn't buy their stupid purse. <laughs> Where was that again? <laughs> it was at Marshall's, and, and it was, it was um, a PETA, PETA approved. approved. <laughs> and, you know, Shelly... You and I have talked about this for a while, okay? Yes, we have. You and I are making huge mistakes because what we should do is we should start a not-for-profit group, you know, an organization. And because of the fact that, that you know, like, for example, in our business, in broadcasting business, if you're a not-for-profit, like a religious broadcaster, you don't pay any fees. You don't pay any fees. You don't pay any licensing, taxes, and that kind of stuff. I mean, like the commercial guys, you know, every year we get a bill from the FCC. I don't know what they call it, but we get a bill. And we got to pay it. And if we're going to, like, uh, modify our license, let's say we want to change our transmitter location or put a different antenna on, we have to file stuff with the FCC. We have to pay for that. Not for profits. They don't pay. So I still say, you know, I'm Reverend Brad. And uh, I I saw, you know, and I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm actually uh, jealous of him. I saw Chris Eiffel go from having a, uh, you know, church in uh, in his living room to a really nice building. You know, with super nice equipment, and you know, yesterday they did their their online thing instead of people showing up. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I think that was very successful, actually. Well, I'm, what time did you watch? I watched at ten thirty. Oh, I, I didn't watch it at all, I, because because of the fact that I was too busy, uh, you know, trying to uh, write my sermon for next Sunday when I turn into Reverend Brad. Okay. Yeah. You don't think? No, but but th- think about it for a minute. All the not, I mean, how many times, and Shelly, you've discussed this with me many times, how many people call you up and say, oh, we'd like to advertise in your station, but we don't want to pay any money because we're a not-for-profit. How many times does that happen to you? That happens quite frequently. Yeah, this is the point where it's like, okay, so if you need a new car, do you go to the car dealership and say, uh, we want that new Cadillac, but we're a not-for-profit, so just give it to us, right? Is that what they say? Yeah, pretty much. Can you imagine if they went into the into into Offenburg Ford in Washmo and said that to Gus, hey, Mister Mister Beffa, uh, we're a not for profit, and uh, that uh, that F350 you've got sitting out there, yeah, the titanium package with the dually and uh, either that or the Raptor, um, we're not for profit. So can you just give that to us? What do you think he'd say? 
Uh, what would Gus Buffa say? <laughs> Buffa? Yeah. What, what would? That's a new thing. He'd be very. He'd what? be very. Uh, WWGS. Charismatic about it, but it would absolutely be a hard no. WWGS. What would Gus say? That's a new thing. What would Gus say? What would Gus say? No, seriously though. I mean, you know, and and I do think that we need to. We'll talk about this off the air. No, I mean, we, we, you know, and 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 we take this station instead of. You know, instead of Westplex 107.1, it would be God Squad 107.1. Yeah. It's, no, it wouldn't. It's Shelly and Brad. much more lovely. We're here from the God Squad. Yeah. But it wouldn't necessarily be a Christian station. What's that now? I said it wouldn't necessarily be a Christian station. Would be a Jewish station? Yes, Brad. Or, no, it would be neither, but it would be a not maybe a, a Muslim station. station? I'm sorry? A Muslim station? No, no. Oh look, six thirty-five. No, no, no. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, that's 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 what we could do. I have other ideas. No, I do. No, you you know you know what I I think I think we could become like a alternative lifestyle station. What does that mean? Well, we could have people on that would that would say things that are not in the the public norm. Like, for example, we could have politicians who would come on and say things like, "I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun." Yeah, that that would be the kind of people I would want on the station. And then everybody would go, "Oh my God, I need to have my." See, then what would happen is women would would not would stop shaving their legs. And they'd go out in the sun, and they'd go like, "I just want to be like that guy on the radio who's got the hairy legs, and they turn blonde in the sun." The presidential candidate. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, did you watch the debates last night? I'm sorry? Did you watch the debates last night? I did not. It's not because I didn't try to find them because I did. But no, I did not watch them. Okay. I I saw a Twitter post from somebody who watched the debates. And it was pretty funny. The comment was, I don't know if that was a debate are two old guys telling me to stay off their lawn. <laughs> what was that movie with Jack Lemon and no, uh, you no the the one is the one is with uh, is with uh, uh, was it Grand Torino with Clint Eastwood? You ever seen that movie before? I've never seen the movie but there's there's a Grumpy Old Men. Well, no there's a there's a funny part of the movie where if you know the whole deal uh, and and I don't know, I've never watched the whole movie but but uh, Clint Eastwood lives in a neighborhood that, shall we say, has changed and it's become very diverse ethnically and, and um, 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 you know, racially. Okay, let's just put it at that. And his next door neighbors, I believe, are Asian. And there's a gang that does not like one of the kids that lives next door. So one of the scenes is they have this fight on the front lawn, which ends up on his front lawn. And he comes out with his, with, it's either an M1 carbine or an M1 Garand, and he, you know, breaks up the fight. He's got this rifle, and he tell, and and so then at the end of the scene, the family, the Asian family next door, after the the Asian gang's been chased away by Clint Eastwood, you know, the mother is, oh, thank you so much, and he looks at her and says, "Get off my lawn." <laughs> it's pretty funny. What movie was that? Gran Torino. Yeah, it's it, the story is. Was it from the eighties? No, it's it's within. Um, I think it's like about ten or twelve years ago. It's he plays a, like a retired 
drill sergeant or something like that. And, and uh, you know, he was like in Korea and Vietnam and stuff like that. And here, let me see, Grand... Uh, there's, there's set, there's, 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 there's some really funny parts. And if you watch it on, on YouTube, Grad Torino, uh, like the car. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the car, because I think that's what he has. He has a Grand Torino and he has a pickup truck and, and there's, and there's a, uh, movie year. Let me do that. I think it was within the last 10 years or so. It's not, not long ago. Let's see, it ran through uh, 2008, so it wasn't too far off. Uh, it was released on December 9th, 2008. Uh, so um, that was the, so it's it's about 12 years old. And uh, that's what he does. He plays a retired, either an army or a marine or something like that. And there's this one scene where he drives up in his old pickup truck, and there's these three dudes hassling this young lady, and you know they're like, you know, you know, pawing on her and stuff like that. And he gets out of his car, of his truck and starts talking to him. And at one point in time, he reaches into his coat pocket, and like it looks like he's gonna pull out a gun, and he just pulls out his finger, you know, with the thumb up, you know, and he yeah, and he goes yeah. like. Boom, you know, like that. And they start giving him, you old man, leave us alone. You know what's good for you. Get out of here. So he reaches into his pocket again and pulls out a Colt 1911 and essentially says, okay, let the lady alone and get the hell out of here. You know, and she gets into his truck and he drives her home. And it's one of those movies. It's like, okay. And ultimately... I mean, you know, if you know the rest of the movie, it's sort of sad the way it ends. But um, it's 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 sort of interesting. And, you know, he's like he he sort of reminded me of the debates last night. You know, I mean, it's just it's just like, I, you know, I don't I don't get what's going on in politics, because especially with the Democrats, because you they think? well, they all talked about, oh, we need diversity and we need young, fresh faces and we need minorities. And who do you end up with? Two old guys. You know, it's like, okay, scratch my head. You had Kamala Harris, you had Cory Booker. And the thing that still bugs me about it is I went and looked at the ballot um, last week for the presidential primary, which the way things are going will maybe be the last time we vote this year. But that's a whole other different story. Uh, But do you know how many Democrats there were on the presidential primary in the state of Missouri? I do, because I actually vote, even though I'm a Republican, I voted Democrat. Did you know there were that many? I I saw a copy. There was a lot of them. I saw. Not one of them. You know, I mean, I, I, well, I'll tell you who I voted for. I I totally voted for your girl, Tulsi. Tulsi. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because you're right. We really do need to have a change of the old white guy. Well, well, I, I can't find my, where is my... Where's my thing? There were there were people. Your pinup oh, no, of right her here. on your wall. Okay, number one on the dot on the ballot was this is the official ballot. I got a copy of this. Amy Klobuchar, Tom Steyer, Kelsey Gabbard. Okay, you know who those people are because they at one point in time they were all on the Democratic d- debates. Okay, then we have Leonard J. Steinman the second. You ever heard of him before? I have not. Cory Booker, Joseph Biden, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Bernie Sanders, Velma Steinman. Who's Ven Velma Steinman? I got nothing. Henry Hughes, H E W E S. Andrew Yang, Roque D La Fuente, and it's spelled R O Q U A. Is that Rocky? Rocky R O Q R O Q U E. Rocky D La Fuente, John K Delaney, Julian Castro. Know who he is? Deval Patrick. Know who he is? Marianne Williamson, who I told you I heard on NPR. Um, was it last weekend? God, she was interesting. Michael Bennett. Michael R. Bloomberg, Steve Burke, 
Robbie Wells, William Bill Haas. You know who William Bill Haas is? I have no idea. He's this crazy local guy that's uh, been on the school board, and he's an attorney. And is he like Arnie? No, he's just, well, no, well, he's just, he just is an interesting character. You know, I mean, he's an attorney, and I think he graduated from Harvard Law School or something like that. And yet he's always sort of, you know, and for a while he was working as a greeter at Walmart, I believe. Um, you know, and here he's an attorney with a degree from, you know, from from Harvard. Why, if you're, if you're like an attorney with a degree from Harvard. Maybe you, he got tired of all the BS. Um, well, but still, there's lots of things attorneys can do besides, you know, sue people and stuff like that. You know, I mean, look at all these attorneys that run companies. I mean, geez, Louise, you find out, you know, how many guys that you find out that are, you know, CEOs of companies. Oh, you know, I mean, like, for example, the guy at the, who runs, uh, I know one uh, locally, uh, the guy who who is the head of uh, Logan College of Chiropractic. He's, he's an attorney. He has his JD. Now, I don't know if he practices law or not anymore. Hey, look, at, look at Dave Glover, afternoon guy on the radio on, on 97.1, an attorney, you know? I do. They are um, all multifaceted. Yeah. And, but I did not know that there were that many people on there. And, and quite frankly, a lot of them all dropped out. So... If they dropped out, well, why they, would you want to vote for them? Well, they print the bat. Well, but once again, I mean, the whole deal with the, the, the primary, especially the presidential primary, it's starting meaningless anyway, because then, then they go to the convention, they have the super delegates, and, you know, they're going to put in there who they want, who's Joe Biden. You I know. mean, do you really think that our vote, our personal vote, makes a difference? In, Doesn't in, it all depend on the delegates and the super delegates? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's to the point where they're going to put in whoever they want anyway. You know, I yes. mean, they, you know, I mean, they, you know, they don't want they don't want Bernie Sanders. It's, there's no doubt about that. They didn't want Tulsi. See, and once again, I'm thinking to myself, what? I don't know why they don't want her. Uh, I don't know why that she hasn't been in involved in, well, in all of this. Remember, I mean, remember, like it's assassination by the by the, you know, by the, uh, you know, character assassination by the elite. Remember, uh, um, um, Hillary Clinton came out and said she's a Russian asset. She's she's a Russian spy. I mean, I'm who? Going, Tulsi Gabbard? Yes, Hillary Clinton came out and said that Tulsi Gabbard's oh, a... Hillary, I, I'm, stop it. You don't believe me? Here, I can see if I can find her. No, I don't, I'm not let, saying. Let me see I if believe I can find that it. she said that. Let me see if I can find her real quick. She's young. She's intelligent. Hillary. She's accomplished. And Hillary is just seething with... She's Calls Jay. Tulsi a spy. I'll Google that and see what comes up. Look right there. Gabbert sues, yes, Gabbert sues Hillary Clinton over Russian asset smear. Tulsi Gabbard sues Hillary Clinton for alleged Russian smear. Hillary Clinton suggests Russians are grooming Tulsi Gabbard for third-party run. So that was, when was that? That was October 21st. So that was last year. So she came out and said that she's a Russian spy. Okay. So that didn't make... You know, they weren't the media didn't catch on that and sit there and spew it out over and over and over and over and over again. Well, you know why, don't you? Because they're all they're trying to divert our attention from uh, this to the virus. <laughs> the what? The the coronavirus. What, what, what's that? <laughs> right. I, I, I don't know what it is. Okay. So, anyway. And, 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 oh, look. It's way, 646. Yeah, but you know what today is? Today is the day after Pi Day. Yes. 
but it's also a very important day for two special people. Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and oh, Hugh Bradley. Janus. Really? 10. Who, Hugh's 10. Hugh Janus is 10. He's been 10 for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man's probably married and got children. No, he's not. He's, Hugh Janus is 10. Two dogs. <laughs> no, he's 10. He's no, 10. He, he's not 10. You know, there's not enough fun in the world now, don't you think? There's what, hun? Not enough fun. Oh, I love when you call me, hun. You know what? That's one of the things. You know, I guess I go against that. If if I go into a store or like a restaurant, waitress waits on me or like a lady at the store, and she calls me honey or sweetie or, you know, uh, stuff like that, I always look her right in the face and I say, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And then most of them sort of laugh, but every once in a while, someone go like, well, I didn't really mean it. I go, no, I appreciate that. Thank you for calling me honey, sweetie, whatever you just called me. I do like that. So you don't you like that, but you don't like the other things I call you. Like what? <laughs> like dip. You know what? And oh my goodness! Well, last week she called me an anal orifice. I did not. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah. No, I did not. Shelly, is it six forty-seven yet? It is six forty-seven. <laughs> Westplex one zero seven one. We're the new station for the Westplex. Westplex one zero seven one. This is <laughs> this is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. He is Brad. And we make up BS in the morning. And Brad was out of the uh, studio for a second, but he's back. Hey, Brad, welcome back. Trust me, he's there. He's driving me crazy. So he says that he loves being called honey and sweetie. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. (laughs) He's back. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Yes, Brad, we know. You're nuts. I believe that. It was so funny. I have to tell you this. It was so funny. I was talking to my friend and he asked me a question and I was like, um, I don't really know. And he goes, you sound just like you're on the radio. <laughs> it made me want to heave. Oh, that was funny. Come on, Brad. Everybody stop, does that. Stop it and start talking. I got bronchitis. Laws are okay, made to be so broken. Anyway, what we're going to talk about today is something that I personally think is kind of cool. I don't but, think that um, we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. I think I still think we should be called Panthers. Drawback two and but, punt. What'd you say? Drawback two and punt. Oh, he is so just a man child. Anyway, <laughs> did, did, you know, did you all know that there was a uh, coronavirus testing facility that that's at the Mercy site in Chesterfield? Ain't nobody got time for that. You're right. Nobody does have time for this, but it's happening and they are adapting. Now, these people that did go there, they were um, they were pre-tested at Mercy's call-in line. But um, see, they... I, I I have an issue with that. How it was reported? Oh, in... he speaks. Well, no, I have an okay. I have an issue with that. How it was reported on Channel Five? Okay. They, well, I, you know, I, I get, you know, once again, I, 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 they talk about cut the cord. Okay. I have not had cable TV nor satellite TV for like, I don't know, 
15 years, 18 years, something like that. And I, I am for, for an old guy who's 84, I'm like a young, a young person in that I just don't have cable anymore. And I just watch everything online. You know, I just do YouTube and the whole bit. So uh, the YouTube video from Channel 5, they had a big report. The lady went out there and she did a report. And they had a press conference and they had the, you know, the big wigs from Mercy out there. And at the very end of the report, they talked about the fact that you just can't, you know, drive through, right? So if I want to go to McDonald's and eat lunch, I just show up, right? I just drive through, right? So to me, when somebody says, hey, drive through testing, you just go out there and you drive through. No, you get stopped by the security guard at the entrance. And if you're not pre-screened on the phone, you don't get in. But to me, the problem with Channel 5 was they didn't tell that. And they didn't tell the phone number. So wouldn't you think that if you're like, hey, you can go get pre-screened and, you know, you can go get screened, but you have to call this phone number. Don't you think they'd put that number on the air? And the phone number is blah, 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 blah. Because once again, the wonderful Internet, you'll go on the Internet. And if you, you know, ask for a phone number, Mercy Hospital, you know, screening, you'll get ads for Viagra and you know everything else, but you'll never find that stupid phone number. That's true. But this the, this particular site that they were doing these drive through screenings at yeah. was was a was a place that was a virtual place. So it usually didn't take yeah. um, oh, you know, that, customer it's, it's clients. Really, it's really cool. Patients. You know that, that virtual healthcare building out there, Mercy, it's right on Sun Clarkson just south of forty. You yes. know, you know it's it's a hologram. Oh, it is not. Yeah, it's a virtual building. There's, it's not really a building. It's like they got this. As a matter of fact, it, what happens is they have a special a hologram projector, and they had to put in big, monstrous electrical feed to it uh, because at night they don't need that much energy to project the hologram. But during the day, oh, my God, especially on a sunny day, it takes megawatts to run that hologram generally. I'm calling BS on you, no, so stop it. It's the, it's, this it, is a serious thing, it's, Brad. It's, if you get out of your car, um, trust me on this one, if you get out of your car, and you walk up to the building, you know, just keep walking, and it looks like you're gonna like run your nose into like one of the windows on the outside. You'll just walk right through it. Just walk right through it. It's virtual. That you got that off of some movie? No, it's it, it, they call it. They, hey, what you call no, it? No, that's that, not what it hey, is. What did you call it? You called it because that's what they call it. They call it the virtual healthcare building. Okay, because, they do because it has nothing to do with. Well, it's not there. What you're talking about? It's you're not just there. sitting there, blah blah blah. It's like it's like Obi Wan. Virtual means it's like that Obi- people call in and you can see them or they can chat online and see the person no, they're no, talking no, 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 to no, 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 no. without having to no, go into it's the doctor. Like, it's like Princess, That's a virtual It's like Princess office. Leia when she gets projected by R2-D2 at the beginning of Star Wars. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I need you. Help me, Obi-Wan. Or <laughs> That's whatever she pretty says. much accurate. That's true. You know, she'll say, you know, like, you know, R2-D2, and then book, there's a hologram. See, how come you're not recording that? I am recording that, but I'm never going to use it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, no. That, hey, hey, Shelly, if you don't believe me, Brad. go out there today. Because think about it for a minute. If the building wasn't virtual, why would they have you drive through? Because there's no building. Whatever, Brad. It's, blah, blah, blah. It's just, oh, know, 7 o'clock the, straight up. The, How did it happen? The building is, is real. I mean, the building is not real. The tent that you drive through is real. Oh, and it's funny, too. Have you seen they got a clearance sign on it? The clearance like 7 I'm, foot, 6 inches. The, the, the tent has like a clearance sign on it. 7 foot, 6 inches. 
I want to see some guy. Oh, clearance. Yeah, you know, clearance. whenever somebody says clearance, no, I no, not, not a sale. Of, no, uh, I want to um, see. I want to see clothing sale. I want to see some dude <laughs> in his Peterbilt built go out there and I'm here for the test. Bang! Hits the tent. No, you, don't you think? No. Yeah, you know, old truckers never die. They just keep their Peterbilt. No, they get a new Peterbilt. That's the line. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yes, old trucker. The line is old truckers never die. <laughs> they just get a new Peterbilt. That's the line. Okay, just like. Oh, I always heard it is the other way. No, no, just like old radio people never die. We just short the ground. We just short the ground. Seven oh one Westplex one oh seven point one. I would be the man. That's what Shelley says every morning. If I were the man, I wouldn't have to put up with all of Brad's stupid things he says. That's actually, what I kind of like the stupid things you say. <laughs> yeah, oh. right. The stupid things I actually I say. do. You make me laugh. Oh, you know what they say about that, don't you? Uh, no. What okay. do they say? Okay. For, well, hold on a minute. Why is that still playing? Hold on. I got a problem here. What's going on? Because you have a problem with women always interrupting you. Uh, hold on a minute. Stop everything. Okay. Here we go. Software upgrades. God, you know what? <clears throat> I shouldn't tell this story, so I won't. Okay. For the next, and where am I at? I got to do this. Hold on. Say something for a minute. What would you like me to say? So, um, anyway, you know, it was in. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> that's enough. Okay. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Here's what we need. For the next 18 seconds, I'm going to turn off your mic and my mic, and we're just going to listen. You ready? Okay. Next 18 seconds. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. Ah. <sighs> feel better now i do feel better thank you that was like a little bit of your dad showing down <laughs> yeah my my father the the show tunes guy oh i grew up listening to the sh- the soundtrack for south pacific and man of la mancha and oklahoma and boy he'd play those and man i can it is Fiddler me on the, I, I'm the man and... of la mancha i can still sing all those songs yeah see but but nowadays if you're a guy you can't do that anymore why because you're gay. That's not true. Yeah, that's the running joke. If you listen to show tunes, you're gay. Oh no, that's not actually. That's actually a lie. Well, you know, that's one of the one of the popular myths nowadays. If, you know, yes. that's, that's that's the you know that's the thing. And by the way, did you see this? You know, in the news. Um, hold on a minute. Um, Andrew Gilliam. You know who he's talking about? I mean, he was. He's, I don't know. Well, he's this guy from. Let me see if I can find it here quick. Um, from Florida, he ran for um, uh, the uh, governor of Florida, and he had a really good chance of doing it. Um, where was that? Uh, yeah, Andrew Gilliam entering rehab, stepping back from politics following Miami hotel incident. And over the weekend, they got called to a um, you know check the welfare of, um, and they showed up, and there's three guys in this hotel room. And they're all so zoned out of their mind, they can't even, they don't even know their names. And one of them was Andrew Gilliam. And there's drugs in the hotel room, and there's booze in the hotel room. And uh, they essentially, uh, you know, I don't think they arrested anybody. 
uh, and they tried to talk to Andrew Gilliam or Gillum, and he couldn't make sense of anything. So they came, you know, they left him alone. They came back, and then they were still like sort of zoned out. And he said that, oh, I was just drinking. We're at a bachelor party for a friend of mine that's getting married. And then today it comes out that he's entering rehab uh, because he was going to be one of the new the new political because uh, he almost won the uh, governorship in Florida. And he was going he was going to be one of the new political elite. And there are a lot of people that said that he was ultimately because if he won as governor of Florida, the next stop would be uh, the White House because he was he has a lot of things that are similar to Barack Obama. But is he young? Uh, yeah, I think he's like uh, mid thirties, mid thirties, something like. Let me see. If I can see, find that's what we him. need. Whether if it's not Tulsi Gabbard, we need we need somebody young in there. No, no. Wh- but why? Why do we? You know, and, and why? Yeah, I mean, seriously, why? Why do we need somebody young? I mean, like for for example. And, and I'll tell you an interesting thing. I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to tell you what I... Are you going to let me answer it? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to tell you what the experts say. Okay, so okay. let's say you go to the hospital. And you know you're talking to a non-political person. Oh, no, no. This has nothing to do with politics. Okay. Oh, okay. So you go to the hospital, and you're pretty sick. And the nurse comes in, and she says... This is all hypothetical, because this wouldn't normally happen. But the nurse comes in, and she says to you, Shelly, we've got some issues. And we have two doctors here who are specialists in uh, what, you, um, what you have. And I'm going to bring the two doctors in, and you can ask them some questions. And then you're going to pick which doctor you want to, to work with you. Because, quite honestly, if we don't intervene medically... It doesn't look good for you. So she brings in the two doctors and one guy's, you know, good looking, 28, 29 year old, just finishes residency, you know, young, you know, wet behind the ears. And the other guy's like 65 and he's been like in practice for 35 years. Okay. Who would you pick? I would actually probably pick the younger person. Why? Because if he just got out of medical school and he's already done his residency and he's a doctor, he's up on the latest and greatest. well, let me preface this with saying the the doctor that's 65 years old, he would have all that um, experience under his belt and he would know some older ways to fix whatever it is that I've got going on. The younger doctor would be more, mm, he, he would still be passionate and he would want to do a good job. And he would be more in line with late, the latest and greatest medicine out there. You are exactly right according to this study. The study is that you're better off with a young doctor because he's got the most recent education. And the older doctor, although he has decades of experience may not necessarily be up to date on all the latest procedures and equipment and drugs and things like that. But it's one of those counterintuitive things. Now, let's flip it around. Let's say you get arrested. Let's say Shelly goes and robs a bank and uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, you're in jail and you know, the uh, jailer comes in and says, hey, you've got your choice of two public defenders. Same situation. Young, you know, young guy or gal, could be. Um, you know, 26, 27, couple years out of law school, you know, uh, and a grizzled, you know, attorney, you know, been around cigar chomping guy, you know, sort of, you know, uh, you know, suit, 
looks like he slept in it, you know, and, and you know, he walks in and says, hey, honey, I can get you out of here. And the young guy would say, you know, Shelly, it's good to meet you. What can I, how can I help you? Okay, who would you pick? Um, I would actually pick neither. I would go with Shannon Norman with Shannon Norman Law because she's a pit bull in stilettos. No, but she's but she's going to send you a bill. These are public defenders. These they're not oh, gonna, okay. they're not going to okay. send you a bill. Shan, um, Shannon's but gonna, I would pick her. Shannon's going to send you a nice big bill. Well, I don't know. She's 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 good. She's affordable. She's actually affordable. Yeah, she's and affordable. Excellent at yeah. what she does. Okay, so which one would you take? Would you take the young young you know young guy, young dude or dudette who just graduated from law school, or the old grizzled veteran attorney? I would probably take the old grizzled veteran attorney. No, why is that? Why? Yeah. Because he has that experience under the belt. He doesn't have a problem going to trial. Yeah. He, um, I mean, he, he, he would very much be, you know, I mean, the law hasn't changed. Has the law changed? He would be up on all of that oh, because law he's changes, got people. Law changes all the time. You know that's what the the guys yeah, in Jefferson it's not City like the do. Medical profession. Although although they're they're not in Jefferson City anymore. They've been kicked out. I was there Friday. Did you did you see the 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 anti uh, uh, coronavirus protection they put on the Capitol building? <laughs> the bubble wrap. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Oh, they put that up. Did you have somebody do that up for you? No, that's the way the building is. Oh, that's not true. Stop uh, it. Honest to God, that's the building right now. If you, no, if, it's not. Hey, hey, I bet you a million dollars, a million dollars. No, you, you get off. I'm still, re- you, I'm, I'm still butthurt about the 50 that I lost. You get up. You, we get off at air at eight, air at eight o'clock. You jump in your car, take you about from, uh, you know, from where you're at, take you about hour and a half hour. Well, the way you drive would take you 45 minutes to get to Jefferson City. And, ah. <laughs> and you, that is the Capitol building. I took that picture Friday. They did not wrap the Capitol building oh, yeah. in bubble wrap. Brad. Oh no, it's Stop and it's it. the anti-coronavirus uh, wrap. You know, because of the fact that that not because they they wrapped the building real quick and then Governor Parson, you know, cl- declared a state emergency, and that's what they did. Uh huh. They wouldn't be as flippant as you are about it. Oh, look, it's uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean flippant? I mean, that's what they did. They 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 covered up the building. I'm calling BS on that. Oh, I'm telling you. You think you think I like a Photoshop that? Uh, maybe not you, but no, that's the actual... one of your graphic people or somebody. You got it off of Facebook. <laughs> all or my somebody pe- sent it to you. All my people are very graphic. Yes. <laughs> huh? I said all of my people are very graphic. Oh. <laughs> yes, I know that. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so you don't believe me, boy? I don't where, believe you. Where, where are all my you know people that text me and 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 detract from me when I when I say something stupid? Uh, hold on a minute. Uh, anyway, don't. Well, at least your stupid stuff goes by and it's forgotten. My stupid stuff comes up almost every single day. Thank you. I did Brad. not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. That's actually not the one that is was reminded of me the other day. You know, seriously though, you know why why they the, the Capitol building is wrapped like that? Why? The building is on fire. <laughs> oh, and that's gonna that's gonna contain it? No. 
You need to move on. It's 717 now. Westplex 107. Westplex 107.1. Okay, Shelly, tell me what there's the complaint about. He asked the question, the musical question, what's there to complain about? I really don't have any complaints. Huh. You know, I, I listened to, from time to time, um, years and years and years and years ago, I used to listen to Loveline on the point at night with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, and I now do a podcast. I used to listen to Paul Arca uh, Paul on Arca, 102.5. Yeah. Paul, Paul Arkwelder. He, I don't think he was ever on 102.5. Uh, anyway. Yes, he was. No, he was on one. He was on Clue one hundred and three for a long time. Anyway, no, he was on. He was on KEZK. And Paul Arca, the guy who almost got killed at the uh, convention center in St. Charles. Did you know that story? No. Oh my God, he was almost killed. Him and his uh, the gal he was working with at the time literally almost electrocuted and burnt to death. True story. Oh my. Oh, true story. Okay, so I'm listening to Doctor Drew, Doctor Drew Pinsky, and by the way. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because of the fact that I'm aligned with Dr. Drew, that Dr. Drew says the whole coronavirus thing is overblown, but that's a whole other story, okay? But he was talking about IQs, and I found this fascinating because I kid all the time about the fact that one of these days my IQ will be in triple digits, okay? And which is true. Well, you are brilliant. No, no, no. One of these days you'll be- You have a brilliant mind. Do you know what the average IQ in the United States is? No. 98. Really? Yes. Most people, about 68%, have an IQ between 85 and 115. Only a small fraction of people have a very IQ, a low IQ, typically below 70, or a very high IQ above um, 130. The average IQ in the United States is 98. Okay, um, so I guess I'm on the 85 percentile. <laughs> I'm down there, too. Average IQ. Way down there. Okay. Shelly and I have been talking about this off the air, and I've been toying with this for a while, and I'm just going to go public with it, and I'm just going to essentially say, okay, fine. And I'm going to ask Shelly on the air, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Westplex Business Alliance, okay? Yes, yes. I think... There is, and I think probably after what's happened this weekend, um, ever even more than ever, there is a need for the small business person, and and we'll call an SMB. An SMB is it was a term was bantied around uh, for a while, you know, all the time you hear SMBs, and you don't hear too much anymore. Although it's coming back into vogue again, SMB is. is a small to mid-sized business. And typically, a small business is any business that has uh, under 100 employees, and a mid-sized business has between 100 employees and 499. And if you are above 500 employees, you're considered to be a big business. Okay, so and we're not talking about revenue numbers because you know one company that has 99 employees maybe doing you know 10 million a year, and then another company has 99 employees maybe doing you know uh, you know 500 million a year. But it's essentially the size of the company. And most of the businesses you hear on this radio station are SMBs. They're small to mid-sized businesses. Agreed. Caleb. You know, although his company is growing and growing and growing, uh, he has 100 em- under 100 employees. Almost everybody you hear on here has under 100 employees, okay? The current situation with every being sh- everything being shut down, the big boys, you know, like the Wally Worlds and, you know, places like that, you know, they got money in the bank. They got lines of credit. You know, they'll weather the storm. And yes. typically what happens in bad economic times is that the small guys – 
who for the most part are you know, living, uh, you know, check to check, you know, you get a check in from one client and you quick write a check out of that account to keep your electricity on. Um, the small guys get kicked in the in the groin uh, during situations like this. So Agreed. I started thinking earlier this year, right around after the first year that I wanted to start, start an organization that was sort of like a chamber, but it wasn't. And the idea being is, and you know, nothing against chambers, but if you go to a chamber meeting and you're sitting at like, let's say a luncheon, let's say O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce, you're sitting at a luncheon and there's eight people at that table, okay? Chances are there's somebody there from Mercy, you know, nothing against Mercy, big company, big operation, okay? There's somebody there from, I don't know, Ameren UE. Uh, there's somebody there from, um, you know, the, you know, Francis Howell School District. Those people aren't going to do any business with you. And, you know, they're not in trouble because, you know, school district gets tax money. They don't care. They don't worry. You know, always get the money. You know, mercy. People are going to be sick all the time. They're always going to get money. Ammer and UE, eh, everybody needs electricity. So they're not going anywhere. Okay. But the companies like, you know, the small businesses are the ones that when things like this get funky, they get kicked. Okay. So my yes. concept yes, that's very true. is an organization where we cater to the small business people. And the idea yes. being that we have three radio stations, multiple websites, multiple social media platforms. We go to work for our members of the Westplex Business Alliance, and we promote the daylights out of small business. Yes, we do. Okay, so do I start that? The website's there, westplex.biz. I played around with it last night, and the only thing is, I got to I gotta make a little bit of money off of it because it's going to take a lot of time. You join for a year, it's 99 bucks. 99 bucks. And what do they get? Well, I come over their house, and I wash their windows, and I cut their grass. And <laughs> No, they get promotion. No, really, what do they get for Pro- their $99? Go to westplex.biz and read it, okay? They get all sorts of stuff. They get ads do on the radio. Yeah, they get ads on the radio. You know, they get an ad on the radio every day for a year, okay? 99 bucks. That comes Both out to... stations? Yeah. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. I mean, what is that? Really? It, just on Westplex 1071, 365 ads, okay? So $99, that's what? Like 30, 30 cents an ad, something like that? Plus, um, we'll put them on our new, new site, westplex.news. We'll put them, if they have a video, we'll put them on our new video site, westplex.video. We'll promote them on Westplex 1071, both on the air and on our website. Um, if they're a restaurant, we can do a Snarf It Up campaign for them on our snarfitup.com. We do all that for 99 bucks. So do I officially kick it off today? Or do I essentially say, eh, stupid idea, another one of Brad's dumb ideas that never, you know, just like, like me, um, you, know, um, you know, all the things, all the goofy ideas I've had through the years. No, well, you were noted for having goofy ideas, Brad. Yeah? I mean, that's what you do, is you're an innovator and you think outside the box. Matter of fact, there are no box, there is no box around you and in your world. So I think we should kick it off. I think that we should uh, promote small businesses because those are the ones that are going to be hurt with this pandemic that... Well, that's why I said... The smartest woman in the world just said the ads on Westplex 1071, if you paid $99, just the ads alone on Westplex 1071 are 27 cents a piece. Okay? Reach in your pocket, 
you got a quarter and two pennies, and you paid for the ads for a day. Tell me what Snarf It Up is. You can go, I don't know if I got anybody on. Or I don't know if I have. What Snarf It Up is is that uh, we do deals with restaurants. But see, here's the problem there. I mean, what's what's worried me about that is is that uh, essentially what it is is you you give us gift certificates and we promote the daylights out of your restaurant and and we sell the gift certificates at half price or less than half price. But the problem there is, look what's happened in Illinois. Governor shut down restaurants. Can't go eat. Or you can drive through. Yeah, but we haven't done that yet. Just wait. It's the Me Too thing. You know? I don't care. We've got to get people in the doors of these but, small businesses, but, but the, of these restaurants. But the problem is, you know, I've, I've purposely stayed away from talking about this all morning. You know, I've noticed I really haven't said much about it, okay? but No, you haven't. Because, because it's to the point where it drives me crazy because, and I'll say this, and this is the only time I'm going to say it this morning, okay? The numbers aren't there. I get it. I get the fact that, you know, this is a new virus and the whole bit. There's only been, in the entire country, there's only been 69 people who've died. And I feel sorry for every last one of those people, 69, because every last one of those people has a family. They're, you know, they're a mother, they're a father, they're a son, they're a daughter, they're an uncle, they're a, you know, nephew, niece, whatever they are. Okay? I get it. You know, I've lost, you know, both my mother and father. They're not around anymore. I miss them. I get it when somebody leaves. But by the same token... If you look at it from the numbers, it's no big deal. And, you know, and that's to me, it's the point where it's like, you know, once again, I heard the doctor two weeks ago in NPR talk about the fact that on any given day, there's 3,000 people that die from smoking related illnesses. Okay. So if we really cared about people, wouldn't we essentially say, okay, no cigarettes anymore. Banned. Can't buy them. They're off the market. They're gone. You can't get cigarettes anymore. Gone. And then not only that, look at all the people that die from obesity. Obesity is a huge problem in the United States, okay? Okay, let's say everybody, you know, we're going to say, the government's going to say, okay, fine. You know, schedule your time at the government way station, and we're going to put you on a scale, and we're going to look at your height, and we're going to do a BMI, body, uh, what is it, body mass index, whatever they call it, and we're going to tell you how much weight you have to lose. And if you don't lose that weight, we're going to throw you in jail. Because... You know what? It's cheaper to put you in jail than it is to pay for all the the you know the uh, the, uh, the the health stuff uh, that we're and and when we put you in jail, we're going to give you like you know uh, you know cheese sandwich twice a day and two glasses of water, and then you were going to make you lose weight. Okay. What are you even talking about? Why are you even going off on this tangent? Because of the fact that once again, it's all numbers. I mean, if 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 the government really cares that much about people who are dying, then why aren't they really cracking down on the stuff that's killing everybody? Okay, we need to talk about something else because it is too early in the morning to be such a, a goomy gloss. No, I'm just being honest. But com- coming back okay. to the Westplex. I'm being honest too. Westplex.biz, okay? The small yeah. guys are the ones who are going to k- take it in the shorts. So what we I, I agree with that. That's why we need to so we help um, but, roll it out. But you know what the problem with it is? There is no problem with it. No, the problem is they won't do it. They'll go, like, oh, I don't have $99. Well, you know, just let me do what I do. What's that? Um, give people the eye size baby experience and, and grow people's businesses. And, and once again, I'm getting nasty text. I'm not saying the whole virus thing is a hoax. I'm just saying it's gotten out of control. That's all I'm saying. And, and 
the media has something to do with that. But uh, my we're, industry. We're, we are where we are. My industry is And we out need of to find a solution right. for helping out these small businesses. And I, I, I agree with you that um, what you're putting together, the Westplex Business Alliance, I think that that's uh, going to be a really good thing. Hello? <laughs> By the way, did you see over the, you know, I, and, and the other thing that drives me nuts is I get all these emails, and I don't know if you'd get them, all these emails from these companies I do business with, and they all say the same thing. We're very concerned about this. We're taking extra time to clean our buildings and, and wipe down. They're making themselves <laughs> top of mind. <laughs> no, but what they're doing is it's like, it's like, I don't care, you know, and, and I, I got one over the weekend that said that Ameren Yui is not going to turn people off if they don't pay their bills. Did you, did you get that one? Did you hear that? Honest to God. Here, let me see if I can find it quick. Um, it's, I, I got, I'm, I'm, you know, I get all these press releases. And let me see if I can find it here. I'll see. That's if I awesome. Yeah, but. I wonder if Quiver River's going to do that. No, 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 no. They'll come and turn me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see if I can find the press release. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, do, 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 uh, do, 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 do. I can't. Here, let me see. Let me search this. What are you looking for? Okay. Well, anyway, so for $99, you get ads on KSLQ, an ad on Westplex 107.1, one ad per day for an entire year. Plus, you get um, snarf it up, and well, you can't get that if you that that doesn't work if, if you don't have a restaurant or something like that. So don't say that. Hold on. I know. Well, this, for on, restaurants, on, for small business restaurants. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me find this. I gotta find this. Amber disconnection. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, oh, here it is right here. Okay. This is from Channel 5. Ameren, Missouri, Illinois, suspend service, disconne- uh, suspend service disconnections, forgive late payment fees. The company said that, that this is a response to the economic hardships that customers may be experienced due to COVID-19. Ameren, Illinois, announced it will be suspending service disconnections and forgiving late payment fees through at least May 1st due to COVID-19. In a press release, the company said this is in response to economic hardships that customers may be experiencing due to the virus. But man, on May 2nd, they're going to come and yank your meter that's what <laughs> it does not say that this is a we're gonna go suspended till may 1st but on may 2nd you are going dark bro you are not getting service from us anymore as of may 2nd we don't care what the heck happens but may well, there, 1st there should be some kind of normalcy and normalcy. Uh, things in place normalcy by uh, throughout the month of april because you know that people are working night and day to try to Fix this. Fix what? Or get a hold of it. Fix what? The electricity? No, coronavirus. Oh, okay. We weren't going to talk about that, remember? (laughs) Well, you were going off on tangents. I'm like, he needs to change his his direction that he's going. Because remember, oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Once again. That's still reeling in my mind. Once again, to the point where sometimes... I find myself as the contrarian, and when I say things, people go, oh, my God, he, how stupid is he? He's the dumbest guy in the world. And then history... I never said that. History turns it around and shows that I was right. Just like, for example, I mean, like, here's the situation with the stock market right now, okay? It's, and when it opens in another hour, it's supposedly the bottom's going to drop out again, okay? If I had money, 
I'd be buying stocks left and right. Yeah, I would too. And 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 the situation is, when do people buy stuff at stores? When it's on sale. You know, I mean, hey, sale, thirty percent off. You buy it, go to the store, and you buy it. You know, because of the fact that you just save thirty percent. Okay, so right now, buying stuff like that. Right now, if I had money, I'd be in negotiating for a new car. I'd be in my banker this morning renegotiating a home loan. Okay, okay, you're, you know, you're, you're getting money at zero percent. I want a home loan at one point five percent. Sign that paper right now. Let's do this. Come on, let's do it. You know, but once again, most people are like, oh my God, uh, I'm not going to buy a new car right now and I'm going to sell all my stock. And back in 2008 and 2009, when that goofy, stupid, what was her name again? I always forget her name. Susie Orman. Susie Orman. If you're upside down in your house, just walk away from it. Put your keys in an envelope. She said that. Put your keys in an envelope and drop it in the night depository at your bank. I'm going, what? What did she say? <laughs> you know, I mean, how ridiculous is Strategic that? Strategic foreclosure. But and, and once again, what she should have been telling people, she should have been telling people, hey, you know what? Real estate market will come back. Because right, right now, up until a couple weeks ago, okay, you know real estate agents. What were they all complaining about? What were all the real estate agents complaining about? They couldn't they find listings. Or they can't get enough houses. They can't get enough houses because they put it on the market and they put it on the market for 300000 and somebody writes a contract for three ten, and somebody else three twenty. You know, people are taking bids on houses. Oh, well, we're not, we're not going to give a price. We're just going to, well, we're going to give a suggested price. But if you want to bid above that, okay, so... Let's go back to Susie Orman in 2008-2009. And te- instead of her telling you and telling you, you know, put your keys in the night depository and walking away from your house, if she was a really good financial advisor, she would be saying, "Here's what you need to do. You need to go to the bank and you need to say, first off, can you work with me on my interest rate a little bit because you know times are tight and I want to keep making these payments. And by the way, my next-door neighbor, he's about ready to walk away from his house. Would you give me a loan and I want to buy his house too?" Because, you know, it used to be worth $200,000, but now it's worth one hundred and forty. And rather than him getting foreclosed on, I can offer him $140,000 on a short sale and give me a loan for that house next door. That would be the smart thing. Now, the banker would say, well, no, we're not going to give you a loan because the economy is bad. If the banker was smart, he'd say, okay, we'll do that. We'll let you buy your next door neighbor's house for $140,000 when it's worth $200,000. But yet, that's not what happens. Because everybody goes into this funk that's been perpetrated by... Us, the media. I agree completely. 740. Westplex 107.1. It ain't me. It's uh, BS in the morning. That's who it is. It's Brad and Shelly. BS in the morning. And everything that comes out of Shelly's mouth is true. Everything that comes out of Brad's mouth is... BS. What? Actually, that's not true. I mean, you do embellish a lot, but... um, You got... And you, you are full of BS, but... You have 13 minutes till you till you leave. Is your car all gassed up? No, I have to do that on the way out. Okay. So in case you missed this, um, Brad has um, sent me a picture with the state capitol wrapped in bubble wrap. No, it's not bubble wrap. It's anti anti coronavirus wrap. It's like a it's like a wrap that they put on that keeps germs out. 
Yeah, it's it, it's bubble wrap, and she thinks and she thinks it's it's a bogus picture. She thinks it's like Photoshop. I do think it's a bogus picture. So he has challenged me to drive to Jeff City. Yeah, for a million, and for a million dollars myself. Yes, I'm from the state. Show me because she it, believes it's a it's it's a it's a Photoshop BS. picture. And when she gets there, she's going to see the building, and it's going to be just like it normally is. But it's not going to have the scaffolding and all the all the anti coronavirus uh, you know uh, tarp on it like it does right now. Because, you know, once again, the governor declared emergency on Friday and they wrapped the building. They don't want those germs coming here. There was an article in the... You sent it to me before they called the state of emergency. No, 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 no. He called the state of emergency like at 3 o'clock. I sent you the picture like at 5. Man, they worked quick. I mean, they, they, they busted their hump to put that building in, in like under that coronavirus shield. You know oh, what I mean? Okay, here's the deal. If I drive to Jeff City yeah. and it is not like that picture... You're paying for my gas. No problem. Oh yeah. Well, well, I'm not gonna worry about it because oh, yeah. because You're I'm not. For my gas. I'm, not, I'm gonna go to the Zaxby's that doesn't exist. <laughs> and I'm not um, gonna pay for anything. You're yeah, you're pay, paying for my lunch too. You're paying me a million bucks. I don't care. You know, it's Trump change. You know, I mean, you know, this is this is what you call a sucker bet. This is like this is like you're me, right. It is a sucker bet. This is like me saying to you, Hey, Shelly. You go down to the riverfront in St. Louis, and there's this great big monstrous stainless steel thing looks like an arch, you know? And you can actually go into the bottom of the arch, and you can go in these little capsules, and it'll take you up to the top. And there's these little windows, and you can look out the windows. And you go like, yeah, right, I don't believe that. There's no such thing as a big old stainless steel, you know, arch down into the riverfront in St. Louis. Okay, I bet you a million dollars Everybody there. knows about St. Louis and the arch, Brad. But that's what I'm saying. This is like a sucker bet, you know? I mean, like, like, I'm, because you're full of BS. Okay, be that way. So, when are you gonna leave? You gonna leave right after we get off the air at eight? No, I'm probably gonna leave about ten. Gonna be we're about ten. You're gonna drive down there, and 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 you're gonna you're gonna you're, when you see it, you're gonna you're gonna kind of, see. Here's what you do: you go seventy to fifty four, get off there at Kingdom City, go south and fifty four. When you go across the bridge, immediately after you go across the bridge, the very first exit is you take a right. And it's, man, it's a really short ramp. So you get off, you know, as soon as you come off the bridge, I mean, literally, you're off the bridge like by maybe 100 feet or so. You take that first exit to your right. You go up the top of the hill. I think it's called McCarty Street or something like that. And there's a stoplight at the top of the, at the, top of the ramp. You make a left, and then you go down the street. And as soon as you get over 54, if you look straight ahead, the Capitol building is right there, and you'll see it. I mean, you don't even have to drive any further. You could just you could just go over fifty four, you know, see the building, then make a left and go back on the fifty four north, and then head back towards St. Louis and figure out how you're going to pay me a million dollars. I have put you on ignore. Okay, that's fine. We got because take- you're full of BS, we got- and don't we- make me drive to Jefferson City just to prove that you're full of BS, which I don't mind doing. That's actually a kind of a perk for me. Yeah. But you're going to make me do it anyway, aren't you? Yeah. No, no, you don't have to. I mean, I'll just take my million dollars right now. Uh, oh no, 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 hard no. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'll take my million dollars right now. Okay. No, that's you, not going to happen. Come on, come on. You don't know anybody that lives in Jefferson. City. You can, hey, okay. Call up, call up Cosmo Nick. He's on the air right now. Okay, shoot, shoot him an email and shoot him that picture and say, "Is this BS?" Because he's probably been down to Jefferson City. Yeah, lately. because he actually um, affirmed, validated that Zaxby's closed well, one because there were two Zaxby's. Yeah, yeah. And so 
one of them closed, which is not the one that you went to that remained open. Right, right. So you owe me fifty bucks. Okay, so I'll I I I, I admit I owe you fifty dollars, and now you owe me nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred and nine hundred ninety. No, nine hundred and fifty dollars. So we'll deduct my fifty dollars from the million you owe me, and you owe nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and fifty. Okay. I'm going to text him, but I can't do it while we're on the air. Okay. So because we'll, otherwise it causes problems. We'll take a break. Seven fifty-two. Okay. Westplex one hundred seven point one. New from Selena Gomez. Rare, just like Shelly. She's so rare. I am rare. I don't think the world could take more than one of me. Because she's got big hair. I do have big hair. I'm stuck in the 80s. You know, my daughter, she tells me, my babes, Tiffany, she's been my hairdresser for, um, excuse me, my hairstylist for, gosh, 12 years, and um, if not more. And she always tries to give me a nice fresh you know look i always go back to the same look big hair i'm just a girl that needs big hair that's because she won't take a dare i am taking a dare i told you i'd go up there because when she gets up in the morning she walks out and picks up the newspaper and she's bare that's not true she's so okay stop so it right now oh look rare. it's 801 <laughs> When did that happen? You don't like me singing? You don't like my singing? <laughs> I do love your singing, Brad. Thank you. And now it's Thank you for the serenade. I'm sure everybody yeah. appreciated it as well. <laughs> She's got big hair. 801. You're not on the air. Well, that's going to do it for BS in the morning. We are done. We are done. Stick we are fork in us. Done. We're done. We but happy Monday, done. everybody. It's 316. It's going to be a, a rainy day, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rainy day. And and uh, cold gray bucket of stuff. But you know what's special about three sixteen? You know what the date today is? Um, no. It's a special day because uh, Christy and Joe Horton uh, ninth oh anniversary and Hugh Janus Brad turning is, ten. Brad, stop. <laughs> Hugh's ten. Oh, hold it, hold it. Jeff just called and gave the critique of our show this morning. It made uh-huh. me want to heave. Oh boy. Yeah, he's been heaving a lot lately. <laughs> That's funny. Who was that, actually? Uh, that's Joe Kennedy, who's a U.S. rep from Louisiana. He always says, and his other thing was, you know, our show is is two hours long. So when he gets through like a first half hour, that would be 25 percent of the show. After about 25 percent of the way through, I thought I dropped acid. Well, he does that. A third of weight of our show would not be no twenty five percent. He does that at six thirty. Yeah, that's a quarter weight of our show. Yeah, twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. And then, you know, you know what what happened when when uh, you know Jill Biden, she's been yelling. You know, uh, you know Joe have all those protesters coming up on the stage. Yeah. And she's been yelling at all the protesters as they come up on the stage. She yells at them, and she's been yelling so much that. I got bronchitis. That was Jill Biden. <laughs> I don't think she's yelling. I think she's got a little bit more class than that. I think she's, she's like a throat punch. No, she's tackling those people, man. Go Jill Biden. Dr. Biden. You know. Okay, who, and here's my philosophy who, on that. Yeah. I don't think that Joe Biden is um I think he's got a little something going on up in his uh 
Oh, no, 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 it's not. It's not upstairs. It's downstairs. I got hairy legs. That's what that's. No, I, I really do. I mean, some of the things he's doing and some of the things that he's presenting um, really makes me think that he's got some sort of dementia. And when that happens, the wives become very, very protective. They're like protecting. I can't believe you're saying those things, Shelley, because you know what? Instead of talking crazy talk like that, you should be going to the St. Louis Zoo because I've heard you're the zoo animal and you know, well, you know all the animals. I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. Ah, uh, that's what, that, that, that's right. See, she knows. Okay. Oh, it's 8.05. Caleb, you're up. <laughs> Step up to the microphone and say. Are you done? Yeah, I'm pretty done. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. You too, Brad.